welcome back to DPT to CEO, the podcast where I, Dr. Morgan Meese, PT, owner of The Well Physio, a cash-based physical therapy practice I started in 2019, share with you as much as I can on how to successfully start, launch, and grow your own solo practice. Whether you're brand new and just thinking about getting started, or whether you're currently working with a full caseload of your very own patients, this podcast is for you. And of course, if you'd like more help, you can find all the resources on my website at morganmeese.com and connect with me on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Meese. If you're ready, let's dive in. today about pros and cons of opening your own practice as a solo clinician opening your own private practice and why you might want to do that why you might not want to do that just a few things to consider making your decision forward key disclaimer I am a huge fan of every every clinician who wants to try it going ahead and trying it because as we'll talk about there is not a ton of risk in just starting your own small solo practice. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but you know, if there's even like an inkling, like in your mind, a little whisper in your ear that you are like thinking about wanting to do this or wanting to do this, I say go for it. The, like the worst thing that'll happen is that you'll find out that you don't like running your own business. And then you can always go and do something else. A few questions that I wanted to answer were, you know, why would I want to start my own practice? Um, so some pros of starting your own practice. What would make it not a good idea uh, to start your own practice? Like what to consider if you really like are thinking this might not be for you? So cons to doing that. How do I know which decision is right for me? And can I start my own practice? And how do I get to do that? Pros versus cons. This is gonna be different for everybody. Like I mentioned uh, before, I am a huge fan of starting your own practice, but it is not for everybody. I want it to be for everybody, but it's not for everybody. There are a lot of different factors, like internal things that you have to really be honest with yourself about and look at if this is even something that you truly want. For some people, they don't want to be business owners and that is okay. You know, just because you might see on the internet, online, that a lot of people are starting businesses doesn't mean that you have to. You, so like if you are somebody who's looking for permission to not start a business, this is me giving you that permission. It's okay. And it's also okay if you don't want to start it right now, but your feelings could change next week, next year, in five years, it can always change. Like that's one of the really cool things about even just trying this is you give yourself the chance to learn about what you actually actually want to be doing. I think that that's really important for self-growth. So let's dive into some of the pros and why I think every clinician should give owning their own like private pay solo practice uh, business a shot. First primary thing that I think is really, really cool is that you have the opportunity to build something yourself. And I have found that being creative is really important to me and like building something on my own 
is just it's it's really important to me because it helps to give me confidence just in the act of doing it and I could just say like, cool, like look at this thing that I made, <laughs> you know, all on your own. And I think that that is really a cool um, experience to have as you are living, making something on your own. So build something for you. And along with that, you are building something for you that is an income generating asset. Not just like doing any, any old project, any old thing, you are building something with the intent to make money from it. And one of the things that I think is just so cool about like learning how to start your own business and uh, find your own clients is that you gain so many like sales skills and marketing skills that give, truly give you superpowers because they they set you free on some level like you have learned how to make money on your own like as soon as you find your first paying client or patient you now understand how to make money for yourself and that is just like amazing to me because you will you will never be without an income again you know and this is not to say that this is easy by any means but we all saw a lot of the stuff that happened in 2020 and even now in 2021 where like people were losing their jobs and it's a really scary thing when that is something that you've grown to depend on you know and i'm not saying that that's a bad thing to have a job either but i think it's really important just for everybody to have an understanding of how to make money on your own so that if you're ever put in a position where you have to do that you'll already have the skills to do it and like with that they those skills also translate to all the other things you know so you could start a practice and figure out that you know like me maybe you're more into like the non-clinical like the business building aspect and you could always build a business around that like whether it's coaching and consulting or it's doing like actual marketing services for other clinicians uh, opportunities and like possibilities are completely endless and like your skills will stay with you you'll still know how to sell things you'll know how to market yourself and get the word out there and create a way to bring in new patients new clients whatever it is new business and make money that it just it puts you on a whole other level which is just amazing and like another uh situation that could possibly come up is you start a business you get your first like 5 10 20 clients and then you realize that it's not really for you you don't really want to be a business owner which is fine but now at your regular job you not only are a practicing clinician but you also come with these sales and marketing skills that is valuable for any business anywhere and so you as an employee also become way more valuable and i think that that could bode really well for your career in the future so i don't know if you can tell but <laughs> like pretty passionate about it that i think just the experience of starting and operating a business will help you grow yourself so much in so many ways and so quickly like way more than just uh you know staying in a traditional position and only doing that might and that's been my experience and if you've had a different experience I'd, I'd love to hear about it you know and you can leave a comment down below 
Another huge pro that I think comes with starting your own practice as a clinician is you can find ways to help patients in a way that may not have ever been available before. You know, straight up example here is say you start a pelvic health practice and then you start posting on Instagram or YouTube or start a blog or start a Facebook group and create educational content and how to's and um, just information that has been like curated by you from the clinical to being patient-friendly language, so to speak, and you can put that content out there and help so many people just in, like in a way that like a traditional position may not really allow. You are now able to help so many more people with like with this example with their pelvic health and create opportunities for people who are struggling with potential pelvic health issues to just learn more about themselves, learn more about their bodies and learn like when they should seek help. Because a lot of people with a lot of the stuff that therapists do might not even understand who they should be reaching out to and when or why. And so by putting yourself out there like this and saying like, hey, this is what I do. Here's some examples of how I help people. Um, that could potentially be really, really powerful for people who would have otherwise stayed stuck for a really long time and you know dealt with pain or uh, other injuries or emotional issues or mental issues um, that prevent them from living their best life. So I think that that is a really cool thing. And then last thing here, you know, a lot of people are really interested in, and uh, I think it's becoming more and more realistic for a lot of people with what we've seen over the past couple of years here and just like the digital age and lots of people going online uh, is that by starting your own business, you are giving yourself the opportunity to create time, location, and money freedom that you may not otherwise have. So like lots of people will tell me that they want more time with their family, they want more time with their kids, they want more time to travel, they want to be able to make more money so that they can, you know, buy a house, buy a car, pay down loans, go on that trip, get a dog, like buy a bunch more clothes, like just have more money in their life so they can do more things and have more things. And starting a business allows you to create an opportunity for that. Um, that like a regular job with a regular paycheck may or may not allow for. Like let's look for a way that we can structure your business so that you have the time freedom in your schedule that you're looking for because when you are a business owner, you get to set your schedule and figure out when you're working and when you're not, which is really, really amazing. And then the location freedom too, if you know you are wanting to be able to work from anywhere, there are so many options and ways that you can do that. Starting a practice, we now have telehealth. So many people have gotten used to telehealth over the past year and a half that even though it's still kind of like an up and coming thing, sort of, Lots of people already have experience with it and there is totally an opportunity there to run a strictly online practice and help people virtually instead of having to see people on uh, in person. That like kind of gets into like the overhead piece and like running a very like lean practice uh, in terms of like how much your expenses are. If you start online, 
Like all you need is a computer and the internet. You don't really need to have much else. And that makes it like pretty low key, pretty lean and pretty affordable. So there are lots of opportunities here with starting your own practice to have the time, money, location, freedom that you are looking for. All it takes is to get started. And I also wanted to add to that one of the reasons that I am a cash-based provider, a private pay, self-pay provider, not in network with insurances, you know, also called out of network. One of the reasons that I chose this path and chose this route in terms of payment for care is because it is allowing me to treat patients the way that I want to treat them. Um, and that's another big reason that I hear from a lot of clinicians as to why they want to start their own thing is because they don't want to be told like what is going to be covered, what's not covered, how much they're allowed to do, not allowed to do, uh, which patients they should be seeing for a longer period of time because they can bill more for that versus the patients that only have a like flat fee reimbursement and so you don't need to see those patients as long. And I don't know if you guys have ever been told that, but I have definitely heard that before and I am not in love with that idea. <laughs> I believe that every patient that wants to be there should have the opportunity to get the care that they deserve. And so now by being uh, cash-based and being private pay, uh, that allows me to work with patients for anywhere between 30 to 90 minutes, whatever we feel like is best for us in order to achieve the outcome. Um, and then we can do whatever we wanna do during that session. I don't have to worry about all the other things that might come up with billing and coding and what my employer wants me to be billing. Um, I get to decide with the patient what's going to be best for them long-term. And I think that's really, really important. And that's a big reason of why I got into physical therapy. I wanted to help people the way that felt best to me. And I know that that is really important to a lot of people as well. And then cons why you should not start your own solo practice. And let's like get the initial piece out of the way. Like the two objections that I hear most of the time from people who are on the fence is, uh, you know, I don't have the time, I don't have the money. Cool, totally fine. Like if that's where you're at, I think that's awesome that you're being really honest with yourself about where you're at because there are a lot of people who will go into it, you know, not really being super honest with themselves about where they're at and then it ends up not being like the best experience possible. So if you are truly in a place where you do not have time and you do not have the money to invest into your practice, totally fine. Don't start a practice. It's okay. <laughs> if you need permission to not start a practice while you're watching everybody around you start their own, it's okay. You don't have to start one. But, you know, if those are more of like mindset barriers or excuses as to why you're not starting your practice, we can kind of talk about those a little bit more and see what we can do about them. As I mentioned in the can you start a practice segment, you know, we're looking at an initial investment in a business entity. You'll probably want to go with an LLC or an S Corp, but again, that all those details depend on a lot of factors. So if you have questions, you know, leave them down below, talk to your accountant, your lawyer, all those people. Like I started with an LLC, that's what I chose to do. And it costs like $400, $500, I believe, to register and get everything going. And that was with a filing service. And then you might want to invest in some equipment, uh, some software potentially, uh, in order to help you move forward. And so we're looking at, I would say, having somewhere between like $500 and $2,000 set aside to get everything going. You could probably do it for like closer to the low end in terms of like 
like bootstrapping it, shoestring it, <laughs> super lean startup um, for your practice. But a few hundred dollars is all you need to uh, invest in your practice to get started. Um, and so if you do not have that capital set aside right now, let's start a savings goal. You know, let's say in six months you want to get started, let's set aside $100 a month until you can get there. Um, so it's totally doable. It's just kind of like figuring out what the priorities are for you um, and how we're going to get there. And if you have questions about that, please let me know. It's not an excuse. I don't have the money to get started. Great, like let's start it for as little as possible and put aside a savings goal in order to get started. And then the other one, I don't have time. This could be a very real thing. I have talked to plenty of clinicians who are working full-time. They're also working part-time or PRN or have multiple PRN jobs. They also have kids, they have a family, they have all these other things that are going on. And if you feel like starting a practice is going to just put you over the edge mentally, I don't think it is like a place where you should be just starting your practice because everybody says you should. You need to be able to take care of yourself first and make sure that you are like healthy and doing okay uh, in order to start your practice. I would not suggest starting it in a place where you feel like you're already about to like boil over in terms of your energy expenditure and everything. Uh, I have worked with therapists who are working full-time and PRN and have kids and they are still thriving um, starting their own practice. I've worked with clinicians who are working full-time and they work on their business part-time and they have done really well or some don't do as well. I think that diving into like the factors of uh, like working full-time, part-time, not at all while you're starting your practice, I think could be a good video probably um, in what I've seen be most successful. But no matter where you're at, if you want to do it, I think you owe it to yourself to try to figure out how and give it a shot and try it out. You know, you might not have a lot of time, but I'm sure you have at least an hour a week where you could choose to, instead of whatever it is that you might be doing otherwise, you could choose to dedicate that time to learning about how to start a practice and how to operate a practice. So like, if you are really struggling to find time, start by just look, looking for like one hour a week to block out for yourself and then go from there. And I would say like most of the time people I work with, if they're working full time, they'll probably spend somewhere between like five and 10 hours on their practice if they wanna get going as soon as humanly possible. Again, that varies, you know, depending on where you're starting from, what you wanna be doing and all that jazz. These cons here, if you, you know, feel like you don't have time and you don't have money in order to invest either of them into your practice and it's just going to cause you a lot of extra stress then i would not suggest starting a practice because um it's just going to add a bunch more stress to you so those aren't necessarily like super cons but they are like reasons that might give you some pause potentially um if you're looking into doing this and like along with that i guess like the the cons would be it does take time and money <laughs> in order to start a business so if you're not in a place where you want to invest either of those it's not for you 
the next couple of things about being a solo practitioner and having a solo practice I think is uh, sometimes it can be like a little bit lonely I know some people are fearful especially like newer grads some people are fearful about practicing on their own because they feel like they might not know enough you know or they like having the opportunity to talk to other clinicians like right then and there to help them solve clinical problems and so when you're practicing on your own you might not really have that like instant kind of like feedback and problem solving opportunity however there are so many like groups online and there's so many ways that you can reach out to other clinicians virtually like by email dm phone call like meeting for coffee whatever it is and say like hey like i just had this patient i evaluated today this is what's going on i don't really know what to do their follow-up is next week and you help me figure it out and there are so many clinicians out there who would be more than happy to help you talk through the clinical aspect it might not be instant like i said but there are people out there who are willing to help you and as it's getting like kind of lonely like being on your own you know there are still like lots of people you can network with and talk to and comment below and talk to me and just like build new relationships so like they might not be like you might not have co-workers it might feel lonely at first but you are truly not alone there are so many people out there who'd be willing to build connections with you and help you as you move forward that's definitely worth it it just takes a little bit of of time you know and trying out something new i feel like i'm like uh I made this list of cons to try to be really like honest and clear about why it wouldn't work and I'm just like arguing against my cons and turning them all into this is why you should still do it anyway. <laughs> and I guess like going along with that too like it can be a little bit scary and intimidating to try something new um, and put yourself out there. I think that's what it's like for most people and like I like I told you guys in this video like I'm trying this whole YouTube thing and I'm scared to death about it but like I want to put it all out there about my experience and what it has taken to get me this far. If you are somebody, and I've, I've talked to people who have told me this, if you are somebody who values self-growth and you are looking into possibly starting your own practice because you are feeling like stagnant and feeling like the opportunity for growth is not there, starting a business can be a great way to do that. You can look, and it doesn't even have to be a practice, you can look into all kinds of opportunities to uh, start your own business to make your own money and they just like force you to come out of your comfort zone and do something totally new and different for yourself which creates this environment that is just like perfect for uh, initiating the self-growth that you've been looking for the ability to continue to build and grow and change and learn more about yourself and your and your values and your dreams and and all kinds of things in order to help you get where you want to go uh, so that's one of my favorite parts about it is I've just learned so much about myself and so like as I'm like going through this list I'm trying to make them into cons but um as you can tell it's it's a little bit difficult for me to do that it's like the last con of starting a business is it's not going to be and like you've probably heard this before it's not going to be a get rich quick scheme um people who have a lot of success very quickly dedicate a like they dedicate so much time and so much energy in order to get there so quickly 
and it takes a lot and a lot of the people that i work with um like i mentioned before they are also working a full-time therapy job part-time prn job they have other obligations in their life going on and so while you absolutely can go as fast as possible in order to reach your goals it is going to take just about the same amount of time and energy in order to get to where you wanna go. Like if you want results tomorrow, like the time that you are wanting everything to happen in, like how quickly you want it to happen, you have to match that with your own energy and getting everything done ASAP, especially from the ground up. And unless you're willing to do that, it might be a better option to, and this is how I talk to my clients about it as well, is do you want to go at a slow pace, medium pace, or fast pace? A lot of people are somewhere between like medium and fast, I would say. They want the results quickly, but they also wanna make sure that they're not overdoing it. It's not gonna be a get rich quick scheme. And as long as you understand that, and like if you understand that you're in it for the long haul, it's going to be a really awesome ride, a really awesome journey. Journey and you're gonna get a lot out of it. So my cons are not, <laughs> I kind of talked myself out of um, this list being cons. I wanted to make uh, a clip here to say like, you know, here are the pros of starting your own practice. Here are the cons of starting your own practice. Um, and all the cons I like flipped somehow <laughs> into pros as well. But to kind of just review the cons, um, it is going to take an investment um, and some people are opposed to an investment. And uh, whether that investment is your time or it is your money, it's gonna take one or the other, if not both. And so some people are not ready for that, not looking for that. And so starting a practice might not be, you know, the best option for you. It's gonna be very uncomfortable. It is going to force you to grow <laughs> and outside of your comfort zone and some people are not looking for that right now not looking for that opportunity it does take dedication and motivation over a long period of time and sometimes that's not right for people either i would say potentially like another con would probably be the fact that like you have to like manage and wear all of the hats in your business if you're starting out on your own and so you have to be able to manage all of that stuff and keep everything organized in order to continue to move forward and so like that is going to take quite a bit of time in order to do all of the things. So sometimes that could potentially be a con. And then, uh, you know, lastly, like it's not, it's not gonna be a get rich quick kind of thing. Um, you know, people who see results quickly put in an insane amount of effort, energy, and time in order to get that done quickly. That may or may not be for you. You can always go like a slower paced route and that's completely okay. So I just wanna tell you that too, because I feel like I didn't really know that at the beginning, but your pace is completely up to you. And starting and growing a business is a never ending journey anyway. Like there's no end destination. So even if you move quickly, like you're not necessarily like getting towards anything quickly. It might be like a short-term project or a short-term goal you're trying to accomplish, but the entire process itself in starting, launching, owning, operating a business, it never ends. And so sometimes it's helpful to take a step back and say, okay, like I'm cool. That's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening. 
As always, I am honored to be a part of this community of healthcare entrepreneurs, and it is my hope that by sharing and spreading stories, advice, and knowledge to people just like you who want something more, it will inspire you to create the life and career that you dream of. If this sounds like you and you're ready to get your business off the ground, please find me on my website at morganmeese.com or on Instagram at drmorganmeese. Who do you want to hear from next? Or would you like to be featured on this series? Have an idea for a topic that hasn't been covered yet? Please email me at morgan at thewellphysio.com.